do it with passion or don't do it at all. Hey, hey, it's Brittany, and it is a great day to be me. <laughs> Let me tell you why. I am super pumped because my website officially launched yesterday. So I am going to be putting the website down in the comments of this episode as well as all over my socials so you guys can go check it out. You're going to love it. I want you guys to have really quick and easy access to all the episodes and I want you to also have some pretty exclusive content um, that you can utilize outside of just listening to the podcast. So one of those resources that I will share with you on my website, you'll learn about in this episode and I hope that you guys really enjoy it and love it. This episode is all about spring cleaning because everyone's doing that these days right? (laughs) It's the time of year to start decluttering, organizing, cleaning, just getting everything back fresh into normal. I know some people will say that they get really overwhelmed when they take on a big project like this, especially if it's not just the inside of your home. If it's also, you know, we're going to declutter our garage or that storage unit out in the backyard. That can be super overwhelming because you think, wow, there's just so much that needs to be done. I don't even know where to start. Well, I can tell you that in my old home, I did not do a big spring cleaning and it was an older home when I moved into it and I kind of felt like the day-to-day cleaning was enough. You know, it just was what it was. It was older, whatever. Well, now I am in a new home and when we moved in, it was so clean and beautiful. We've been here since last July. It's been almost a year and I can see things that are clearly dirty that were not looking that way when we moved in. So now I have this big incentive to do this huge spring cleaning to get the house looking exactly the way it did when we moved in. And in my mind, I keep thinking, if I do this every single year, the house is going to look move-in ready for the rest of my life. Listen, I don't know if it's going to work out, but I'm sure going to (laughs) try. With that being said, I am kind of new to the big spring cleaning spree that a lot of you probably do on a yearly basis. I did a lot of research on how to best approach it, what kinds of cleaning methods I should use on different areas of my house so that I don't damage anything, And I have also done a lot of research on a thing called minimalism. You guys have probably seen a lot about this. It's kind of a hot topic, I think, especially on organizing and planning and cleaning TikTok videos. But basically, if you struggle to keep your house clean, it may be because you have too many things to manage. Humans were not meant to manage as much crap as we gather over the years of our lives, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm one of the world's worst at this, especially my son's room. You know, my son cries every time I try to take an old toy out for the garage sale we're about to have. And I'm just like, forget it, you can keep it, right? But at the end of the day, we just have to kind of narrow down some of the things that we have to manage on a daily basis so we don't feel overwhelmed every single day trying to keep the house clean. I think one of the big things we can do in spring cleaning to help prevent this from happening is just decluttering. You know, really sitting down and thinking about what are the things I need, what are the things I want, and what are the things that I just have that are completely unnecessary. 
Throughout my research on how to best declutter, I found some really cool methods that I think you guys can use to help you let some things go. So the first one is the 90-day rule. The 90-day rule is, have you used this item in the last 90 days? If you haven't, chances are you probably won't. So let it go. Now if you say, Brittany, I haven't worn this outfit in the last 90 days because I forgot it was in my closet and now it's too hot outside to wear it, so I'm gonna wear it next year. Okay, I hear you, I hear you. So what you're gonna do is you are going to get a tag and that tag is going to have a date on it for the following year after the cold season when you can wear your cute outfit for a couple of months. And when that date passes and that tag is still attached to that hanger, you'll know your answer. You're never gonna wear it, let it go. If you do decide to wear it within that time frame, just remove that tag and then we don't have to talk about it again. But the question really remains, have you used this item, worn this item in the last 90 days? If it's a seasonal item, we get that that time frame doesn't always work. Remember that the problem with keeping things that we don't need or don't use is that they're taking up valuable space for things that we do need and we do use. So we really wanna try to declutter. The next method that I've found is the 2020 rule. The 2020 rule is really, really interesting and it makes a lot of sense. It says you should consider letting go of an item if you can replace it for less than $20 and you can replace it in less than 20 minutes. This makes a lot of sense. If you have that really cheap item that you might use once in a lifetime or once a year, is it really worth taking up space in your home when you could just go out and get it when you actually need it? Now, the last thing I want is for you to declutter your home and then regret getting rid of certain items. So some tips and tricks that I found is make sure that you start with the things that really bother you the most. You know, if your closet is just out of control and you can't find any of your clothes and you can't find your shoes and you can't even get in there to really get the things that you need on a regular basis, maybe that's where you should start. And really just think about all of those methods we just discussed and how cleaning and decluttering that closet will make your day-to-day -day so much easier and less stressful. You know, continue to think about what's going to happen by you putting in this effort to declutter that closet. Then when you do wake up the next morning after finalizing that project, you go in your closet, you have a stress-free morning getting ready and having access to all the things you need and all of it was worth it. The other thing that you really should do is think about how you can give those items to someone in need or sell those items for a profit. The first one, giving them to someone in need, when you give your things to someone who truly needs it, often you won't regret getting rid of that item because most of the time we can replace it and that person may not have had the opportunity to be able to go purchase something like that on their own. 
So you don't have that regret because you feel good about giving back to someone who truly needed it. Now the other one, selling that item for a profit. If you're making money off of something that you're selling, often you won't regret getting rid of it because again, if you really needed it, you could replace it and now you have money to spend on something that you truly do need or want. So kind of think about how you can make it something to where you get something out of the deal, whether it's a profit, a good feeling of giving it to someone in need, or just giving yourself a less stressful and decluttered life. As you start your spring cleaning project, it's really good to go in with a game plan. Having a checklist of things that you want to get done, being very specific in that checklist, and then going through it room by room. So I've actually created a checklist for myself for my spring cleaning project. I listed each room in my house and some of the very specific things I want to focus on, whether it be decluttering a drawer or cleaning out the fridge, reorganizing the pantry, very specific things that I wanna make sure that I get done. Also adding those things in like cleaning the baseboards, changing out the filters, cleaning those ceiling fans, all those things that I just don't get to on a regular basis. Think about what are those things that are going to take the most time? What are those things that are going to be the hardest for you to do? And really prioritize what makes sense for you to start with. If you're that person who often loses motivation halfway through a project, I would definitely prioritize those areas of your home that you really, really want to see a change in and start there. Even if they're the hardest things for you to clean or declutter, I would definitely do those. So then if you don't get all the way through your list or through every room in your home, you've at least tackled some of those areas that were really bothering you. I know for me, my kitchen and my bathroom, the two things that I clutter up. The kitchen, just because I haven't really found a good organization method for all my pots, my pans, utensils. So one of the things that I want to tackle is really taking inventory of the things I need, kind of looking at things that maybe I don't use, and then I'm going to start looking into some good storage options and different ways that I can make my kitchen more organized when I do go in and tackle that I can organize it all as I clean it. Now my bathroom cabinets underneath my sinks, those are kind of different from the kitchen in that it's not so much that I'm not organized. I do have, you know, the drawers that pull out. I do have the additional baskets to kind of categorize and put everything in. The problem is, is that often when I'm using the things in my bathroom, it's when I'm getting ready. And so sometimes I'm in a hurry, sometimes my son is there and he's kind of distracting me. And so it can just get messy. You know, everything kind of gets out of place. I start throwing things under there without kind of putting them in their spot. So in that, it's just taking everything out, recategorizing, re-putting everything back in so that I feel good about that again. Now, I honestly should do that more than once a year and I probably will. I just think that you have to find those areas where you know yourself best and think about how you're going to tackle those first because those were the two things that bothered me the most. The kitchen cabinets, 
my bathroom sink cabinets. So those are the two things that I'm starting with. I've already tackled my bathroom. It looks beautiful, very organized, love it. Next, I'm going on to my kitchen. I've already purchased some storage containers to help me stay more organized and get things kind of put together. My next step is kind of looking through those things that I maybe don't need. I would say too, if you do have kids, older kids especially, get them involved in this process. You know, let them experience kind of the decluttering, the organizing, the cleaning up. My son is super little right now, so he does not understand when I put something in our garage that I plan to use for the garage sale. He walks past it and immediately tries to grab it and take it to his room. So that has definitely been a challenge that I'm hopefully going to be able to work with him more as he gets older. Older. But I think that it's really good for kids to practice this and learn how to let go of things. You know, I remember being a part of the garage sales that we used to have when I was a kid, and I always really enjoyed it. And I was always looking forward to getting, you know, money for my stuff, which I would only get like probably $15 for everything I put out there because I didn't want to let anything go. But over time, I realized the value of just kind of reorganizing your life, getting things back together, and you just feel fresh and clean. Now, as far as the cleaning aspect of the spring cleaning, once you declutter and you organize your life, then you really have to look at, you know, again, what are the proper ways to clean some of those things that you're not used to cleaning? I have found so many great videos and blogs and different things with some really great tips and tricks on how to clean things without messing up the paint or without messing up the carpet or, you know, leaving stains. And it is pretty incredible the things that I did not know. And so I definitely encourage you guys to look into the types of surfaces you're trying to clean and make sure that you're using something that won't do you know, temporary or even long-term damage to some of those things that are really beautiful in your home that you want to keep beautiful and maintain. I think there's an opportunity for all of us to feel a lot better with a fresh start in our spring cleaning. So I definitely encourage you guys to go out, do some research of your own. And also, I have a really great tool available on my website if you're just not sure where to start. So if you visit my website, there is a downloadable spring cleaning checklist that you guys can print and use, and hopefully it will help you kind of figure out where you wanna get started, check off the boxes, and then at the end, you can take a look at the amazing work you've done and feel really good going into the summer months. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have a great time cleaning. Ha ha ha. None of us love it. I get it. But it's important. So let's go for it. Let's do things with passion or <laughs> don't do them at all. <laughs>